0: Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. One person in the Godhead, not three, only one. One person in the Godhead all through the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. How have we departed from the faith that was once delivered to the saints? That's what we have done. And God, through His judgment, are calling us back to the one God. Come and let us return to the Lord, for He hath borne, He will heal us. He has smitten, he will bind us up. That's the reason God's judgments are in the land, to reveal who he is. Then he states, After the second day I'll revive you. In the third day I will raise you up, and you will live in my sight. If we follow on to know the Lord, we must keep going. pressing toward the mark for the prize of thy calling of God in Christ Jesus. And if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning. He will come to us as the rain the former and the latter. Now, we've had the former reign in Acts 2. That Holy Ghost was given, which is Jesus has come. How do we know that? Because in Matthew 16, Jesus said, Some of you shall not taste of death until you see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. How did they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom when most of them were still alive? that some would not taste of death until they saw it. Saw the son of man coming in his kingdom, how shall they see that? Well, it was on the day of Pentecost. Jesus stated to them, while I was in the world, and there in the days of his flesh, that he is the express image of his singular person. That's Hebrews 1, verse 3. Not a trinity, but only one person of God, and not three. That's where we've messed it. Where do we get this trinity doctrine from to begin with? Well, many millennial, or literally centuries ago, not millennial, but centuries ago, we had uh, the Council of Nicaea. We had these ecumenical councils and synods that were called by, at that time, Constantine, uh, of Rome, the emperor of Rome, called an ecumenical council and synods of all the ministers, the priests, the presbyters, cardinals, and they came together and made a decree. And this now Council of Nicene Creed, there stated that there's three in the Godhead, three persons co-equal and of the same substance in a hypostatic union. But where did he get that from? Well, it's to the natural mind. There, are the same way in the Christology of the Chalcedonian Definition 451. They stated the Son of God, according to His Godhead, uh, was begotten of the Father before the foundation of the world. There's nowhere in Scripture that it states that. There's no spirit junior. That spirit senior begat a spirit junior in heaven. There's only one Spirit of God. In Ephesians 4, this truth is given to us. There is one body, one spirit in whom we are called in one hope of our calling. Uh, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God... Uh, who is the Father of us all, above us all, and in us all. That's the Father of glory. That's the Spirit, Jesus Christ. He's always been that Spirit and always will be the Spirit. Take a look, and I'm going to quote you some scriptures here and read it right out of the Word of God, and you can check it to see if it be so, because we have to turn back to the Word of God and that Theranuptus, the God-breathed Word. God reveals who he is that we may know, understand, and believe him. He wants us to have the knowledge. Take a look at Isaiah 40, and he states that in Isaiah 40, verse 25. To whom then will you liken me? Or who shall I be equal? Saith the Holy One. Not a holy trinity, a holy one. He's saying, who is equal to me? He'll state again, reading it in Isaiah 40, verse 25. He states, To whom then will you liken me, or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? Well, Jesus, he is God. How do we know that? Well, Paul states that in Philippians 2, 5 through 8. Jesus there, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, that spirit. God is a spirit. The form, the morpha, is spirit, and Jesus is claimed by Paul to be in the form of God, that spirit. And he did not think it robbery to be equal with God. Well, nobody's equal with Him. God said so, but Jesus said uh, that that man, Christ Jesus, that He is equal with God. He thought it not robbery to be equal with God in all of His attributes and they allow through the top, the alpha to the omega, the A to the Z. Thought it not robbery to be equal, not made equal, be equal. Because he is that spirit. He was in the form of God and he is every attribute of God and not one attribute lacking. Jesus is all that one spirit of God and that made himself of no reputation. Philippians 2.6. Why did he do that? Why would he put a self-imposed limitation upon himself? to redeem us because a man lost that only a man can redeem us back. We see that in Romans five. Well, who is this Holy one of Israel? And he says that in the very next chapter of there in Isaiah 42, take a look at Isaiah 42, verse 13. Now the law and the prophets declaimed there's one God. The Shamans, is hero is the Lord of God is one Lord, Deuteronomy 6 4. But yet we've hewed out these cisterns that can hold no water, clouds with no rain, trees twice plucked up by the roots. And why? Because we have hewed out a doctrine that is not biblical. Take a look at Isaiah 42, verse 13. And it says, The Lord shall go forth as a mighty man. That Lord is a capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. There's not two there. There's only one person. The Lord shall go forth as a mighty man. He shall stir up jealousy like a man of war. He shall cry, yea, roar. He shall prevail against uh, his enemies. That's pretty straightforward. Let's take a look at Isaiah 43, the very next chapter. Because this whole revelation of Jesus built upon uh, the apostles and the prophets with Jesus Christ himself, a chief cornerstone. But we haven't taken a look at the word of God. We haven't sought out diligently to find the truth, who Jesus really is in his person. And we certainly can't know the work of God, the work of the ministry, if we do not know his person first. We must know who he is. Then after that, we must know his work. But the one sealed will know the work of God, not only the person, but his work. So we see that the newborn babes uh, that have been born of the water and the Spirit, according to John 3, Acts 2.38, they are newborn babes, uh, and they're unskillful in the word of righteousness. Hebrews 5 tells us that. They don't understand they need to grow. They're newborn babies. They desire the sincere milk of the word they may grow thereby. But the next step is to know who He is, the person of Jesus. They're born again, but they must continue to grow. The Christ in them must grow to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ in an exact, express image of the Son of God. That is, Jesus Himself. That's what we're called for. Well, they, the next step from the newborn babes, are little children. The little children their sins are forgiven for the for his name's sake that's in first john 2 12-14 but they have a higher revelation they know the person of god because it said i write unto you little children because you have known the father john 8. and uh, there the pharisees coming to jesus and said you bear record of yourself your record is not true jesus said though i bear record of myself my record is true because i'm not alone they didn't understand that Jesus is not just the man, he is that Spirit of God revealed, the Father revealed in that body of flesh as a man, as Jesus stated. And he said, it's written your law, the testimony of two men is true. I'm one that beareth witness to myself and the Father sent me, he beareth witness to me. The Pharisee said, where is your Father? We don't see him and most do not see him today. That Jesus is that person, he is that Father. He is the express image of his person, singular person. Hebrews 1, 3. One person is the Godhead, not three. There, Jesus went on and said, If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. The little children have known the Father. 1 John two twelve 14 John states that. I run to you little children because you have known the Father. Well, they know the person of God. Let's take a look at Isaiah forty-three ten, stating again that, look at Isaiah 43 and verse 3. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. Who's the Savior? Jesus Christ is the Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Siva for thee. Who is he? For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. The Savior is one, not a second person of the Godhead. Stated right there. He goes on and says, that was Isaiah 43, verse 3. Then we go to Isaiah 43, 10. He elaborates on it and said, you are my witnesses, the true witnesses of God the true people of God, the ones that are called out and have the revelation of his singular person, not confessing a trinity God of three spirits. There are three persons in one spirit or some mysterious uh, thing that cannot be understood or known because it doesn't exist. That's the very simple matter. It doesn't exist. Well, well, there, because we don't know the person of God, then we're in error to begin with and don't have the rock foundation that Jesus is the Christ, the spirit of God manifest. Christ is that spirit. We see it in 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11. First and foremost, Christ is that spirit. And Jesus is that Christ. He is that spirit. He tells us there in Isaiah forty three ten, you are my witnesses. These are the true witnesses of God. You shall bear witness of me, Jesus said, after that you receive the Holy Ghost. What's that witness that Jesus is the Lord, the Father of glory, that there's one body, one spirit in whom you call and one hope of your calling, uh, and one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, who is the Father of us all above all and in us all? ephesians four eleven tells us that he gave those apostles some prophets, some evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the work for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. We can't even get into that until we know the person of God, right? So the prophets tells us that in Isaiah forty three ten, you are my witnesses, the true witnesses of God. Sayeth the Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, read it. One person, not three, one. God's doing that now throughout the whole world. In all the nations, many are coming to the true God and eternal life as God reveals his judgments in the land. We know that God said, I'll overturn, overturn, overturn the earth. Why? To destroy mankind? No. To reveal who he is. See, now that I am God, beside me there is no other God. I know not any. That's Deuteronomy 32. He knows not any. There's none beside him. There's no spirit junior. Of course not. Never has been, never will be. See, thou, Jesus said that I am God, and there beside me there is no other God. I know not any. If there was another spirit up there, a spirit junior, a God junior, then the Lord himself, God himself, would have said, well, there's one beside me. But there's not. There's be 32 states that. I kill, I make alive, I wound, I heal. I, the Lord, do all these things. Shall there be evil in the city? And I, the Lord God, have not done it. There's only one. That's the Shema, Deuteronomy 6, 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Very simple. That's the greatest commandment of all. We missed the greatest commandment of all, Mark 12, 29. Scribe, ask Jesus, what's the first commandment of all? The dominant commandment. What is it? He quoted Deuteronomy 6, 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is not a trinity, not a binary, not a oneness, where the man's not God, but has God in him, that here, O Israel, the Lord, our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord with all thy heart, soul, and might, and the second is likened like to it. Love thy neighbor as thyself from all this, hang all the law and the prophets. There we find there that Jesus said, I am my father are one, John 10, 30. He states in John eight twenty four that I am the father. Except you believe that I am he, you shall die in your sins. Paul stated that he is a blessed and only potentate, one, not three, one. 1 Timothy 6, 15 and 16. Jesus Christ the blessed and only potentate, omnipotent. That's the almighty God who only hath immortality. That's one God, one person who has entered into that light, which no man can approach unto nor see nor can see. But Jesus did. Why? Because he is that image of the invisible God. Glorified back to the Father's own self. He is that Spirit. And God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into our hearts. are we cry, I have a Father. Because there's only one Spirit. The Spirit of the Son is the Spirit of the Father. There, true. He became a man in the days of His flesh. Let's take a look at who that man is. The servant. Is that a second person of the Godhead? Take a look at Isaiah 43.10. You are my witnesses, thus saith the Lord. That's the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, the Invisible Spirit of God. And my servant, whom I have chosen. I'm reading from you. From the Word of God, King James Version, Isaiah 43.10. And he says that you may know and believe me, have the knowledge of God, and believe God, not some ecumenical councils and synods centuries ago in 325 AD in the Council of Nicene, the Nicene Creed, the Council of Nicaea, or the Chalcedonian definition, that, that Christology, the defining who Christ is, the Holy Ghost, that that's the Son of God according to his Godhead was begotten of the Father before the foundation of the world. That is a total blatant lie. There's no such thing. But yet they say, well, if he sent the son, if he chose the son, he can't be the son. It has to be a second person of the Godhead. That's human reasoning. Which there is a way that to seemed to right to a man, but at the end thereof are the ways of death. We don't want to die. We want the truth. So, what does God say? What does the law, the prophet say? What does the apostles say? Well, Jesus is there as John stated in Revelation 1 8, and he's Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the ending, which is, was, and is to come, the Almighty. He's the Almighty God. How many are there? One. How many persons are there? One. He'll go forth as a man of war. Hmm. That's what it states. Well, let's take a look at Isaiah 43.10. Maybe we've messed this somehow or other. Let's take a good look at the scriptures. We need to know beyond any shadow of a doubt because we're talking eternity here. We're not talking about 10,000 uh, years or a million years and then we get out of jail or out of hell free. There's no get out of hell free card. If we wind up in hell, we will be there forever. So it behooves us to search and find diligently the true person of god if there's a trinity we need to know it if he's one we need to know it there's only one person of god we need to know that and we need to bear witness of course of that a true witness of god and god said you are my witnesses these are the witnesses these are the true witnesses of god saith the lord that's not saying some other spirit you are my witnesses saith the Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, which is the Lord, Jehovah God, almighty Yahweh, the self-existent eternal spirit of God, no flesh, no blood, the spirit. That is the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent spirit of God. And then he goes on and says, and my servant whom I have chosen. He chose the servant. Oh, somebody said, well, there's that second person. Oh, really? Let's see what God said believe God. He states that you may know, there's the full knowledge of it, and believe me. Don't believe your own understanding. Believe me, God said, and understand. I want you to have the understanding of this. Understand the Godhead. And when he said, what is that? That I Am he the Lord is that servant? The ind- invisible spirit of God is that servant. Well, who is the servant? Well, we know the servant there in Philippians 2 6 is the man Christ Jesus. It said, Let this man be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, the Lord, spirit, there as in Isaiah 43 10, Thought it not robbery to be equal with God. We just read nobody's equal with God. God said so. Isaiah forty states that none equal, none is likened to me, none. But then he said, Jesus thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Not made equal, be equal. That means that he is the alpha to the omega, the aleph to the tav, the a to the z. If every attribute that God is, not lacking in one attribute. That is, uh, thought it not robbery to be equal with God in all of his attributes, but made himself of no reputation. That's a humbling of the Spirit of God. Why? To take on the form of a servant. Made himself of no reputation and took upon him, on the Spirit of God himself, the form of a servant. Who is that servant? The servant that he chose. Isaiah 43.10 says he's the servant that was chosen. What that? took upon him the form of a servant, made in the likeness of men, Philippians 2, 6, being found in fashion as a man, God in fashion as a man, humbled himself to the death that at the cross, wherefore God hath highly exalted him, and given him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord, the Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, to the glory of the Father. Well, how does he do that? Three persons know, two persons know, this oneness message where the man's not God, but has God in him because the Lord is that spirit, but he's not that man. Well, the Lord said he's going forth as a man of war as a mighty man. And then we find in Isaiah 43:10 that he said, thus saith the Lord, <clears throat> the true witnesses of God will say that the Lord is that servant that he chose. Believe me and understand that, that I am he, the Lord, is that servant. And he goes and explains it. Before me, there was no God formed. That's in Philippians 2, 6. Neither shall there be after me. There's only one God that was manifest in the days of his flesh, who is the Father revealed, Emmanuel, God with us, who born in the city of David, who? Christ, the Spirit, the Lord. God manifest among us. 1 Timothy 3.16. Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. That's how he manifested himself. You want to see God? Look at Jesus. Jesus said that. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father says, in many mansions, when not so, but I told you, I go to prepare a place for you. That where I am, there you may be also. Whether I go, you know in the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we know not whether to go. Us. How can we know the way? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life. Watch it now. No man cometh through the Father, but by me. From henceforth you both know him, and have seen him. Now, how could that be? Because Jesus is that Spirit, Father of glory, manifest in flesh. And now, no man has seen God at any time, but the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him, John 1.18. Well, that's a monogamous, yours. That is, the only begotten Son. But it's also the monogamous theos, the only begotten God. It says it right here. God begot him a body, and it sits there right there in Isaiah 43.10. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall be after me. God formed himself a body. That's the monogamous theos, the only begotten God. God formed himself a body. And he sits there before me. There was no God formed, neither shall be After me, Philippians 2, 6 through 8, Paul said the same thing. Watch what he says. Who is he? God says, I am that servant. You're looking at him. That's what Jesus said. And Philip didn't understand it. Most don't understand it today, but they're coming into it. They're coming into it by the thousands. Pretty soon it'll be by the millions. Then hopefully be by the billions. And whole nations will come into it, save them one day. Let's take a look at it. Well, Jesus, and there, stated in John two nineteen, destroy this temple. In three days, I will raise it up. That's impossible for a man to raise up his own body. Well, he said the father would raise it. He said, no man taking my life from me. I have power to lay it down, power to receive it again. This I have received of my father. Hmm. Well, why is in the days of his flesh, he's under the law, and he must pray to the father because the law... Separates his spirit that he is from the body of flesh that he is. He has to pray to the Father because he's in our stead. He is our kinsman redeemer. He is an Adam made under the law, not above it of that Adam after the fall. We see that in Galatians 4 verse 4. In the fullness of time, God sent forth his son. How? Spirit senior didn't say to Spirit junior, go down and die for the sin of the world. That is where they're in error and these ecumenical councils and synods that we have believed to be the truth in this God-man business. Chalcedonian definition 451 AD. No, uh -uh. the man is God. Always has been God and always will be God. He just formed himself a body of flesh and blood, so he could redeem us. Then after he did it, he went back to his former glory. Glorified by the Father's own self, John 17, 5. Well, that is what Jesus stated. Destroy this temple. In three days, I'll raise it up. I'll be declared to be the Son of God through the Spirit by the resurrection from the dead. Romans uh, 1, verse 3 and 4. And that's exactly what he did. And John two nineteen, they, whenever he spoke that word, destroy this temple. In three days, I will raise it up. The Jews said, forty and 6 years were they in building this temple. You're going to raise it up in three days? Jesus spake of the temple of his body. And he did that, declaring himself to be the Son of God. And... He said, you know, the Father's in me and me in the Father in that day when the Son of God is lifted up. He's resurrected. What? And uh, that what? He is at the right hand of God as a glorified man? That's where most put him in, even in a oneness doctrine. But let's go further. In Matthew 28:18, who is he? Jesus came out of the tomb, said, All power in heaven and in earth is given to me. That did not leave the Father powerless. He said all power, not some power, all power. Let's take a look at Acts 2.36. Who is this man, Christ Jesus? He rose his own body from the dead, declared to be the Son of God through the Spirit by the resurrection from the dead. Romans 1, verse 3 and 4. Acts 2.36, let all the house of Israel know it surely that same Jesus whom you crucified. That's definitely the man. God, that's the Spirit Jesus, and that raised up his own body. God hath made... Him, that man that was crucified, both Lord, there's only one Lord, that Lord Jehovah God Almighty, and Christ, Christ is the Holy Ghost, Christ in you, the hope of glory, which is the Father. There is one body, one spirit in whom you're called, with whom one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, who is the Father of us all and in us all. Hmm. Well, that spirit is Jesus Christ. The Lord is that spirit. Second Corinthians 3, 17. We believe the lie. Now who will come out of Babylon and touch not the unclean thing? That's the question. Will you remain in ignorance? Will you come out into the true God and eternal life? God's using his judgments there to get our attention. He stated that in Hosea 6, verse 1 through 4. Come and let us return to the Lord. As Jude stated, that we are honestly to contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. And that is what Jesus stated, that many will come in my name, saying, my, I am Christ, and shall deceive many in his name. Hmm. Paul stated the same thing, and about the true God and eternal life, he quoted that in Acts twenty twenty-eight. Paul stated that that. As he said here, the true witnesses of God in Isaiah 43, 10 and Acts 20, 28, say, take heed, take heed to yourselves and over all the flock over the, which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God. The Holy Ghost is God. God is the Holy Ghost, which he hath purchased with his own blood. God's own blood. Somebody said, well, God didn't have any blood. Yes, he did. When he took the body and flesh on, it was his own blood. It was his own body. We there that are born are born in a body of flesh and blood with a rational soul and a depraved spirit. Jesus, not so. He was born with a body of flesh and blood, rational soul, and a spirit there with communion, uh, their conscience and intuition. But he had the spirit of God without measure, but it was latent. Laid back was not going to be used as spirit. Because he's going to show us the way, the truth, and life in his own body of flesh to redeem his own human back to himself. God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. There's only one person of God there. But we've told, that's three, that God sent his son, chose his son. Therefore, there has to be two. No, God said that you may know and believe me and understand. I am that servant that I have chosen. That's me. He says, now there's Isaiah 43.10. Before me the, before me there was no God formed, neither shall be after me. God formed, that's monogonese, theos, the only begotten God. But the only begotten God is the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, John 1.18. He's also the only begotten One, the monogonese, that's so unique, solitary, one, never be another. There's only one God formed, never will be another not one before me not one after me that's what god said of himself that's the witness he gave and so jesus said he that believeth on me does not believe on me but on him that sent me why because that's god manifest in the flesh first timothy three sixteen. now those that have an ear to hear now we realize that the god of this world has blinded the eyes of many We have believed these ecumenical councils. Protestant religion has taken it and said there's a Trinity God and it's a Holy Trinity. And they've written songs of the doxology of God uh, in three persons. Blessed Trinity. Well, that's a lie. Take a look at the scriptures. We can sing songs about it, but that doesn't make it so. We can have faith in it. That doesn't make it so. The word uh, will not be altered. It's forever settled in heaven. And the word states there's only one. Take a look again. You can read it. Isaiah 43, 10 uh, through 15. You can read that uh, Isaiah 9:5. And to us, a child is born, a son is given. A government shall rest upon his shoulder. Who is this son? His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God. Not the Mighty Son of God. The Mighty God. The Everlasting Father. Not the Everlasting Son. The Son has a beginning and an ending. Jesus said that. The things concerning me have an end. That's in the days of his flesh. There's no end to the Spirit of God. He is the everlasting Father. He's always been God and always will be God. Take a look at Colossians one sixteen, seventeen. All things were made by him, whether it be thrones, his powers. Things visible, invisible, things seen and unseen were made by him. He's God before Abraham was I am, Jesus said. Abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it. He there is the Lord that stayed back with Abraham when the other two angels went down to destroy Sodom and gomorrah jacob wrestled with the angel that redeeming angel angel that redeemed us that in genesis 48 we know that that is a christophany a manifestation of theophany a manifestation of god the burning bush with moses same thing joshua the man's other uh, with the sword drawn with all these were christ revealed in the old testament, the rock that followed thee was christ paul stated that God is that spirit. Jesus is that spirit. He is the Lord. The Lord is that spirit. 2 Corinthians 3, 17. Well, God said, this is a witness he bearing himself, that you are my witnesses, the true witnesses of God, thus saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, there was no God formed, neither shall be after me. Many are coming into that truth by the thousands and we can state that state that uh honestly because we have been going to africa with this message since 2012 and we have since coronavirus our funds were uh literally uh decreased where uh we don't have the finances to go now but god will raise it up again and during that time we've reached over a thousand ministers not counting believers that have come out of trinity and the nine nations there around uh there in uh, uh nairobi kenya there are nine nations around there and ministers conferences and crusades as well as ghana and uh across teshaman with our ministers there and these great men of god have forsaken the false doctrine of trinity that there are three unclean spirits, like frog spirits of devils working miracles. Do they work miracles? Yes. Are they of God? No. How do you know? Because John tells us point blank who the three spirits are. Now he states there are three spirits. You got three spirits, individual spirits, tritheists, that is three different persons in this one God somehow. And in, in Revelation 16:13. He tells us point blank who they are. Now, the ones that are seeing that are saying, oh my, we've got to make a change. Well, of course we do. God, the close, closer we come to the coming of the Lord, God Almighty, the Lord Jesus Christ, our great, great God and Savior, Titus 2.13, the more we're going to see that we have to come out of her and be separate. We have to stand for the true God, and you are my witnesses, thus saith the Lord, the true witnesses of God, that you may know and believe me that God said and understand that I am that servant that I have chosen, that man. That's God. And he said, Before me there was no God for him, neither should be after me. Read it Isaiah 43, 10 through 15. Philippians 2, 6 through 8. It states it point blank. first Timothy 6, 15 and 16. The blessed only, Jesus Christ, the blessed and only potentate. That's the omnipotent, the almighty, who only hath immortality. We're preaching a Jesus only doctrine for Christ. Christ is every office of the Spirit. See what God said. He stated that in Isaiah forty three ten that he is that servant. Isaiah forty three eleven, I, even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. There's only one God. I have declared and have saved and have showed when there was no strange God among you. Therefore, you are my witnesses, the true witnesses of God. What? Saith the Lord that I am God, who the man formed. God formed that man, that servant he chose. You are my witnesses, the true witnesses of God, that I am God. That man is God. He said there in verse 13, Yea, before the day was, I am he. Jesus said, Before Abraham was, I am. And he rejoiced to see my day and saw it. Jesus stated Yet yeah, there is none that can deliver out of my hand. all work and who will let it? Then verse 14, Isaiah 40, 43, 14, Thus saith the Lord, your Redeemer, the Lord is our Redeemer, God is our Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. That's not a holy trend, it's a Holy One. Over and over again, Holy One, Holy One, Holy One. The Shema, Hero is the Lord, or God is one Lord. Marked with 1, 1. But how do we get three? Because we believed our own natural mind of thinking that if God sent the Son or He chose the Son, that has to, has to be another person. That's not so. God sent his word, the world's made flesh, that is him, Emmanuel, God with us. Not God Jr. with us, God with us. And he states that in Isaiah 4, 43, 14, Thus saith the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. That's a true God. For your sake I have uh, sent to Babylon, and have brought down all their nobles and Chaldeans, Whose cries in the ships, watch what verse 15 says again. Over and over the Lord is saying it, Jesus Christ. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. That God formed is your King. The King of kings and Lord of lords is Jesus Christ. He is uh, on his vesture, dipped in blood. His name is called the Word of God, Revelation nineteen thirteen. We have to come out of false doctrine into the true God and eternal life. Now, I'm going to suggest, if you have questions, there we have four books that are on the Godhead. I've written seven books, authored seven books, but four distinctly on the Godhead. And you can get these e-books at dennisbeard.org, our website there. And these e-books there are downloadable and you can read them, and therefore they're the heiress of the Trinity. That is one book. That was the first one. Very, it's the longest. It goes into uh, the tradition. It goes into different ecumenical councils. Uh, there in the first chapter, going through the historical accounts, uh, Nestorianism, Arianism, all of that, you may find it boring, but the things that they hashed out over the years many centuries ago. But then it goes into how Christ is that God, and there's only one. That is the errors of the Trinity. Also, behold the real Jesus. It goes into the various offices of Christ, of which there's only one. And it shows that there's one spirit, spirit, but many offices of that spirit, and breaks it down for you. It's very simple, and it's all Christian. Uh, They're the witnesses in the Word of God, based in the Word of God. Nothing outside the word, not what we think or what we believe, but thus said the Lord, backed up with the scriptures, the word of God, the Holy Writ. Now we also have here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, another book. It goes into the Shema, why it's the first and greatest commandment of all, Mark twelve twenty nine, that Jesus stated and how he is that Lord. That is only but one goes into Matthew twenty two, forty two, when it says, and, and Jesus expounds on Psalm 110, verse 1, the Lord said unto my Lord. Somebody said, well, there's two Lords. No, there's not. Jesus explains that in Matthew twenty two forty two 42. And answers the Pharisees and Sadducees' questions when he asks them a question, what think ye of Christ? And reveals Christ to them that there's only one Lord, even though it sounds like there's two. You can get that book. That is... Uh, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Then that final book there on the Godhead of Christ. It's the doctrine of Christ being established in the doctrine of Christ. And it's called the last book there on the Godhead is Christ, the revelation of the Son of God. Because Peter said, Thou art to Christ, the Son of the living God. What does that mean? Well, it goes into detail there. These four books there are... Simply for your edification, you can go to DennisBeard.org and download this book. I know that'll be a blessing to you. Uh, we're praying that you join us, you that know the true God and eternal life that we need. And Afri- Africa's begging us to come uh, there in the Crusades, ministers' conferences, uh, wanting us to lead them on. Uh, we've got them into the person of God. Now they want to know the work of the ministry. We're all called for that work of the ministry, but we have to know the word of God in that doing, which is the revelation of Jesus Christ in his judgments and how that will work in the seals, trumpets, and bowels. The last book of the, the word of God, that there is no pre-tribulation rapture. It's written to the servants of God. Those that are deceived, thank that there is a pre-tribulation rapture, think it has nothing to do with salvation. Yet God said that this mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of heart's abomination of the earth, says, I said a Queen, I am no widow, and I'll see no sorrow, no tribulation, no trouble, no birth pains. Yet God said in Amos 9, verse 9, that God has commanded to sift the house of Israel in all through the nations, and not the least grain would fall to the ground. But watch what he said, I'll destroy... All the sinners of my people, God's people, that were sinners, missing the mark. How would he destroy them? I'll destroy the sinners of my people by the sword, by the word of God, which say no evil shall prevent nor overtake us. What's the evil? Trouble, tribulation. They say, we're not going to have tribulation. We're going to be tribulation raptured out. And they say, "Well, that has nothing to do with salvation. Oh, yes, it does. I don't care if somebody said how many times you've read the word and you've, can convince yourself that you're not here during the seals, trumpets, and vials, but yet we are because that book of Revelation is written to us, the body of Christ. And there we'll get into the work of the ministry. We'll break that down. But right now it's the person of God knowing that he is but one. He is that spirit. He was manifest in the days of his flesh and went back to that, that uh, quickening spirit, that man, Christ Jesus, the last Adam, was made a quickening spirit first corinthians 15 45. god is shown forth as glory in the face of jesus christ but we have this treasure in earthen and vessels that the excellence of the power might be of god and not of ourselves what is it very basically the lord is that spirit not spirit junior not a second person of the godhead the lord is that spirit who's the lord jesus then and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty Stand therefore in the liberty word in Christ has made you free. Be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. That's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Those that, that keep the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Those that walk in that spirit will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. They're crucified the flesh with the affections and the lust, mortifying the deeds of the flesh to do the will of God. We go into that explicitly in the work of the ministry. Now there's only one person in the Godhead, not three, not two in the oneness doctrine that Jesus, the man's not God, but is at the right hand of God. But is that spirit is a false doctrine. Many are coming out and seeing the truth and they understand uh, that Hebrews 1, 8, therefore thy God, God saith, the father saith, God saith unto the son, thy throne, O God, he's been elevated to what? To God. The Lord is that spirit. We find that Acts two thirty six that all the house of Israel and Lord surely that same Jesus whom you crucified. God hath made him what? At the right hand of God, a glorified man. No, both Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, and Christ, the Holy Ghost, Christ in you, the hope of glory. He is that quickening spirit. You'll see that in Galatians 4, verse 6. God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts. Why? Because the Son is that Spirit now. But in the days of his flesh, he was a man of flesh and blood in under the law. Now, who is he? He's a Spirit. God has sent forth the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Galatians 4, 6. He is that Spirit. And that's what the revelation of Jesus Christ reveals in Revelation 1, 8, that he's Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, which is, was, and is to come. The Almighty, Almighty God, is a blessed and only potentate first. Timothy 6, 15, and 16. Let's don't be deceived. There, we'd like to work together with you if you're called for that one God, that one, uh, one Spirit, one Lord, one faith, and one baptism for that work of the ministry, then call us. Let's work together. We need to come together. The body of Christ is coming together now. We're hearing you in Africa and India. need to hear from the United States. We need to hear from Europe. God's doing it. It's going to be a great, great move. You're talking about, uh, these governmental uh, uh, the different uh, uh, b- voting and how it's going to happen and uh, the different governors and uh, the races there in the House and Senate and what's happening there in Israel and will Netanyahu uh, Nathan be the prime minister again or whatever. There's so much going on. But our salvation is not in anyone but the Lord Jesus Christ and him alone. Regardless of what happens, God sets over the nations the basis of sorts and the king's heart is in the, the will and the hand of God. All things work together according to his will and that ill and will come to pass just as he stated. The main thing is that the main thing be the main thing. We don't get uh, that uh, mote in our eye and there not realizing the being that is in our eye. We have to understand who he is first, the person. Then we get into the work of the ministry. We need you to contact us so we can all work together, body of Christ coming together. Do we have to do it in a denomination? No. Then God never ordained a denomination. His body is that first church and assembly of the firstborns whose names were written in heaven. There's not a boarded wall and there's local churches, yes. But there's only one body of Christ, and that body of Christ fills heaven and earth, all the ones that are called by the name of Jesus, of whom the whole family of God in heaven and earth is named. That name, taking on that name in baptism. Baptism I means been baptized in Christ and put on Christ. You believe that? God has dealt with you. you felt the witness of the Holy Ghost with your spirit. Then give us a call. Let's work together. Don't hesitate, don't procrastinate. Come straight away, let's do the work of God. There, please call, leave a message, I'll get right back to you so we can meet. And that is my country code, plus one, 903-746-4885. Again, country code, plus one, area code, 903-746-4885. Leave a message, I'll get right back to you, so that we can meet and work together in this great work of the ministry, the gospel of the kingdom being preached to all the world for witness and to all nations, and of course then the end coming coming. The Lord Jesus Christ, the second advent, coming the second time, without sin unto salvation for the salvation of his saints, those that are sanctified holy. Well, we pray for each one of us that God perfect that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. In both spirit, soul, and body. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold the real Jesus.